0: Hey everybody, and welcome back to the Mythology Central Podcast. I am very excited to return to Norse mythology today with one of the oldest Norse myths, that of the Aesir-Vanir War. In Old Norse legends, this was considered to be the first war ever fought, and it led to the creation of the very first pantheon of gods. I'm very excited to tell this tale, so without any further ado, let's get right into today's story. But... Before we begin, we should probably understand the differences between the Aesir and Vanir peoples. The Vanir come from, from the land known as Vanaheim, which is one of the nine realms in Norse mythology that make up y- Yggdrasil, the world tree. They are usually considered to be the gods of fertility, earthly abundance, and marital prosperity. Prior to this war, the main Vanir deities were Njordr, the god of the sea, merchants, and wealth. Freyr, the son of Njordor, god of fertility and abundance. Freya, the daughter of Njordor, goddess of fertility and love. Galvig, who was a mysterious woman tortured and killed three times by the Aesir, attested in the poetic Ida, And Nerthus, the goddess of water. The Aesir are the much more well-known gods. They are descended by Bor, whose father was Buri, the ancestor of the gods, who licked the ice by the sacred cow, Mbola. Bor married Besla, a Jotun descended from the first being Ymir, a primal frost giant. The myths record that Bor and Besla had three children, Odin, Vili, and Vi. told most of this creation story much earlier on in the podcast during my Norse creation myth tale. So if you want to hear this whole story you can go and check it out there. The main Aesir deities include Thor, son of Odin and Jord, guardian of Midgard, Baldr, son of Odin and Frigga, god of peace and beauty, Tyr, god of war and law, whose parentage is uncertain, Frigga, daughter of Fionn and Jord, goddess of marriage and the home, and Fulla, handmaiden of Frigga, goddess of secrets. Loki is also considered to be an Aesir god, but he is generally removed from all lists, due to the destruction that he rains down upon the gods during Ragnarok. The Aesir were self-appointed guardians of humankind, striving to care and support them. Alright, now that we've covered that, I hope you have a little bit more of an idea of what the two sides were, and let us tell the tale of the Aesir-Vanir War. Freya was a Vanir goddess and always the foremost practitioner of the art of Sadir, the most terrible and powerful kind of magic. Like historical Sidir pra- practitioners, she wandered from town to town playing her craft for hire. Eventually, on her adventures, she came to Asgard, which was the home of the Aesir gods. The Aesir happened to be quite taken by her powers, and they zealously sought to gain her services. But soon, they realized that their values of honor, kin, loyalty, and obedience to the law were being pushed aside by the selfish desires they sought to fulfill with the witch's magic. Being gods, they absolutely could not accept that it was their fault, and clearly they blamed Freya for their own shortcomings. They gave her the name Golvig, meaning gold greed. They pierced her with lances, and she was thrice burned alive and thrice she was reborn out of the ashes. Following this, the gods went to the judgment seats, and held counsel on whether they should avenge the crime or should receive atonement. Apparently no consensus was reached, for a war broke out. The Aesir and Vanir came to hate and fear one another, and these hostilities erupted into war. The Aesir fought by the rules of plain combat, with weapons and brute force, while the Vanir used the subtler means of magic. The war went on for some time, with both sides gaining the upper hand by turns. Eventually, Odin led a great army from Asgard to attack the people of Vanaheim. However, they were well prepared for the invasion, and they defended their land so well that victory was up for grabs from both sides. In the end, both sides did immense damage and ravaged the lands of one another. Eventually, after a very, very long time, the two sides of divinities became tired of fighting and decided to call a truce. As was customary among the ancient Norse, the two sides agreed to pay tribute to each other by sending hostages to live among the other tribe. Freya, Freyr, and Njord of the Vanir went to the Aesir, and Hynir and Mamir went to the Vanir. Now... Freya, Freyr, and Njord settled in quite nicely with the Aesir peoples in Asgard. On the other side, upon arrival in Vanaheim, Honir was immediately made chief and Mimir often gave him good counsel. However, when Hainir was at meetings and at the thing without Mimir by his side, he would always answer the same way, let the others decide. Hainir was actually quite dull and unable to deliver useful advice without Mimir by his side. Naturally, the Vanir suspected they'd been cheated in the exchange by the Aesir folk, so they seized Mimir and beheaded him, sending the head to Asgard. Odin took the head of Mimir, embalmed it with herbs so that it would not rot, and spoke charms over it, giving it the power to speak to him and reveal to him secrets. Now, another war could have easily broken out over this disagreement. However, both sides were so evenly matched that they decided to s- settle on a different solution to settle their differences. Rather than renewing their hostilities over this tragic misunderstanding, each of the Aesir and Vanir came together and spat into a cauldron. From their saliva, they created Cavassier, the wisest of all beings, as a way of pledging sustained harmony between the two tribes. So... That ends the Norse tale of the Aesir-Vanir War. However, there are still many amazing tales to come out of Norse mythology, along with many other myths from many other cultures. You can find me on social media at Four Five Eight Seven One on Twitter and at Mythology Central on Instagram. I hope you enjoyed, and please be sure to check out next week's episode, dropping Monday at 12pm Mountain Time.